Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Fix the World podcast, a podcast where two comedians attempt to fix the world one tiny problem at a time. My name's Sam Avery and I'm here with my erstwhile host. Hi, Katie here, Katie Tracy. Hope everyone's good. And we're recording this in Katie's lounge, which is very, very comfortable, very nice. You've got a lovely poof. I've got a poof. Big fan of poofs, me. I've got some knickknacks. What is a knickknack? Like an ornament. Oh, yeah. I yeah. really like the, uh, it's like a My balloon dog. It's like a balloon dog, but it's actually an ornament. It's cute, isn't it? It'd be great for attacking a burglar with that. Yeah, they I, think, I love it. It's my favourite thing. Yeah. And also the classic, uh, like, do- doves, are they? On, um, on the wall? I think that they're doves. Like Hilda Ogden mallards. <laughs> but with, like, the class turns up a notch. Like, like as though it's, um, no, they're just three silver birds on my wall. <laughs> three silver beds. Mm. Yeah, they're very nice. So thanks for uh, allowing me to uh, come and record this podcast in your house. You're welcome. Very, very nice of you. Uh, the sun's just come out and... Um, Looks like it's going to be a good drying day, everybody. That's what I get really excited about. We've just got rid of... I mentioned it in the last episode very briefly, but we've just had a few trees cut down in our back garden, mm. which makes it sound like I've got this huge back garden. I haven't at all, but when we moved into the house... The people before us had planted these big, I think the proper phrase is fuck off trees mm. that have just grown out of all proportions. Three conifers and this, I think it was a fourth conifer. Um, so we got them chopped down, which was great for us, but also for the neighbours because they were like getting the sun blocked out. But now we've got nowhere to hang our washing line because one of the one of them, the ends went on the tree. So when it's a nice washing, drying day like this, I have to go put them on the clothes horse and then take the clothes horse outside and no, it's not that, the same. That's, that's that's too hazardous because the wind can blow that over. Blows it out, blows things off. You call it a clothes horse? Uh, yeah, what, what should I call it? The maiden. The ma- Ah, the maiden. The maiden. Yeah. No, I, I'm going to say one word to you, Sam. Better way. There oh. are options. Are there, there are clothes drying options. If you can't, not, if you can't attach a line somewhere, there's things you can fix to your wall or your house. Oh, is there? Yeah, so... So better wear... Or just speak to your neighbour over the road and get those ones that go across the road. Oh, my God. like in little... In Italy and Spain. Yeah. Do you know what? That'd look really quaint, wouldn't it? If everyone was doing it. If it was just you, you'd look like you were selling weed. But <laughs> if everyone was doing it... Because in Italy, it does Provided look... Provided you're not ashamed of any of your uh, smalls. Und- undercrackers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm ashamed of all of my undercrackers. <laughs> Although I've never owned as many underpants as I do currently which to me everyone needs a barometer to yeah. see if your life's going well i'm doing great at the moment because i've got about 12 pairs of underpants yeah but you know you have the mvps that you just keep oh, recycling yeah. yeah yeah and then i've got my squad players who don't get a game unless yeah so then your like... neighbors are just be like he's only got three pairs of undies <laughs> and you're like no i've got 12 i only just recycle just three <laughs> yeah i've got a date coming up with my wife and um i'm gonna have to wear my, my besties oh my yeah star player yeah yeah just in case you know, we've been married for a long time. Like so cartoon she's, ones. She's, well, I've got Mr. Potato Head underpants, which oh, I know they're horrendous. That's like... Yeah. But they're really good for running in because they don't chase. That would be a, like a great alternative Where's Wally game. <laughs> Where's Spud? Because she, <laughs> she she calls me Spud because oh, I, look, I look a bit like a potato. That's so romantic. I know. And she also calls me Stink because I smell a bit. So <laughs> I'm beginning to wonder if she loves me, but I think she does in her own special way. In her own special way. Yeah. But she doesn't like me wearing those underpants <laughs> because they're not very sexy, are they? When you've got your love spuds covered by actual spuds. Well, yeah, conifers have got no place in a suburban garden. No, not at all. Not in a, like a small little garden like they're ours. Not landowners. Oh, it's huge, yeah. huge. And the neighbour was—he um, was quite annoyed. And in fact, the neighbour 
he's a lovely fella. He lives around the back. He's sort of, I think he's 83. He was saying to me, why don't me and you just get up there with the chainsaw? And I was like, mate, you know. You look that like is you, old school behaviour. You look like you struggle to put your own shoes on. Like, yeah. you want to give me a chainsaw? And I'm useless. So I said, we'll get a That's guy a to do it. That's a generational thing, that. Not oh. paying no one to do it. Yeah. Throw that chainsaw up. On. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Play the music. Give me a drum roll as well before I start. Get the human catapult. <laughs> <laughs> and if this works, we can saw me misses in half in a minute. <laughs> So uh, we didn't do that, but he was he was thrilled. Now, we we were going to get it cut down at the start of the pandemic, but obviously uh, money was an issue when all the work dried up for, for live entertainment. And uh, But now it's things are starting to come back again. We've got the tree done down, and he's he's made up. But then he's talking about fixing the fence. And last week, my wife just came up to me and went, there's a man in our garden. I was like, what? There's a man in our garden. And I went out, and it was the guy from the back who I know, but she's never spoke to. So she just thought this random old fella... But he wasn't just in our garden, he was halfway up the garden, like near to the house, leaning over the fence, talking to our next door neighbour, holding this massive drill. <laughs> so I, I went out, and I, I didn't want to be aggressive, because he's a nice fella, and he's old, and he was just probably confused, or, you know, he probably just thought it was fine to climb into our garden. But it wasn't, so I needed to let him know. So I was like, I, I was trying to be like friendly, but also assertive. Mm. It was kind of a balancing act, and I don't think I got it right. And he didn't really read the signs that I probably wasn't giving off. Uh, and I managed to sort of friendly, but assertively usher him back into his own garden while he was still laughing and joking. Holding an electric drill. Holding a drill. And I said, my wife's just come out. And, you know, she's just seen a random man in the garden holding a tool. And he thought that was funny. And it wasn't <laughs> meant to be a joke. And and he was laughing. And I was I nearly said, I'm not, I'm not laughing, you know. But I, I wasn't telling my kids off. I was telling an old mm. person off. Anyway, about two hours later, he knocked on the front door. And he went, I'm really sorry, Sam. I should have asked. I should have asked to come into your garden. And I was like, don't worry about it. He said... Just my wife went absolutely mental at me. So basically, he wasn't sorry. His wife's gone bananas at him. And, and he's, said, and he's you come say and said sorry. sorry. Yeah. Aww. Yeah. So. But did you get a new fence out of it? No, we need to fix the fence. But I, I'm thinking I need to look at this uh, Better Way catalogue first. I don't think you can get fence pan- panels in the Better no, Way There catalog. might be something like special that you put on the fence with the washing yeah. line. The Better Way is, is an, a source of inspiration to yeah. most to a lot of people including myself is it all like random inventions then it's thing yeah things you didn't think things that didn't make it on dragon's den oh the brilliance like the yeah the rejects yeah because i really want one of those things that slices onions up that they used yeah. to sell on jml but you know you can do that with an afro comb can you you stick an afro comb in half an onion no that's a great idea that's all i'm saying oh right get myself one of them yeah. That'll be a funny moment Imagine when, you when I walk shop. into a shop to buy an Afro comb. One Afro comb, please. One Afro comb for the very optimistic gentleman stood in front of me. <laughs> I want to be there when you do that. That's hilarious. Wait, wait. Can you buy an Afro? I thought I w- Speaking of landowners, hmm. what are we fixing this week? Well, this week we're going to be fixing probably some of the biggest landowners in the country, which is the royal family. Boo. Could be the royal family in this country. Could be royal families in general. But we could start off thinking about the British royal family. I feel like I need to say at this point before we go on, I am not a royalist. I feel like I need to also say that I am probably, well, I'm definitely not a royalist. But I suppose I would say that by saying in my, I'm now in my 40s and I don't, I used to get quite angry with people who had a different opinion to me. And I don't anymore. I do disagree if you're a big fan of the royals. Yeah, we can disagree and not fall out. If you're not, if you're a fan of the royals, unless you're old, in which case 
I, I've never had a problem with old people who like the royal family. Cause well, if you've got, you got a portrait of their majesty over your fireplace, <laughs> turn this off now. Yeah. <laughs> I think for a certain generation, the royal family were pretty much the Kardashians of their era, weren't they? Mm. Mm. Before there was like Instagram and reality TV. They Princess were... Margaret was the the original Kardashian, wasn't she? Was she? She was like the party girl, the glamour puss. She oh. was probably the, the member of the royal family. People were like, nah, she's all right, eh? I've never met a glamour puss. She likes a bevy. <laughs> yeah, she's one of us. She's an alcoholic. You could take her to the local social club and she, she'd be there in the centre of things. That's that's a big thing they talk about the royals with. Well, he's he's like one of us. He's one of the he's a man of the people or a, a, a you know the people's princess. And I always think, how much are they like us? Because they're, they're still human at the end of the day, unless you subscribe to the shapeshifting lizard theory that David yeah. like <laughs> likes to pedal, which I'm not sure to do. Because if you're going to shapeshift, shapeshift, shapeshift <laughs> from a lizard into a human, you wouldn't pick Prince Charles's face, would you? Definitely wouldn't pick Prince Andrews. You wouldn't pick, no. Although he doesn't sweat, does he? So no, he maybe doesn't. that's a lizard Lizards feature. Lizards don't sweat. Liz- oh, yeah, Lizards no. don't sweat. I think as, as much as everybody really seems to hate her, and I, I don't really understand why, Meghan is probably the one who is most like the rest of us, who came from quite normal background. Yeah. And I think that's why people don't like her. Possibly, because they want... I think some people have, take comfort in knowing that there's an hierarchy. I think you're right. I think a lot of people enjoy the fact that they are... Um, if if there is a hierarchy, it probably makes more sense why you don't have some of the things you would like mm-hmm. because you are not in the right place in the hierarchy and it makes sense and you can kind of uh, explain that to yourself in that way rather than maybe saying, well, I've been unlucky or I'm from the wrong neighbourhood or I didn't... I've never once in a single day in my life put any effort into anything I've ever done, <laughs> which <laughs> which could also be one of the one of the reasons. But um, like even though being if if you are the top of an hierarchy, you should lead by example. And I really don't think that they lead by example. The Queen hasn't got a proper job, but had a nanny. If I didn't <laughs> have to work, I wouldn't minded my own kids. Oh, I know. But if someone gave you the opportunity, you can have a nanny. So, if you were a royal, what kind of a royal would you be? Would you first of all, would you like to be queen or princess, or would you like to be one of those like ninth, nineteenth in lines the, the the throne where you get loads of money but none of the uh, the coverage? Yeah, I think Beatrice and Eugenie have got a good gig, haven't they? Mm. They've like got all the the the, like the good bits, but they can still. Go about their lives. Fuck about. Yeah. Yeah. Make mistakes. And also, I don't think I would recognise either of those two. So they could walk into Quick Save. Is Quick Save still open? <laughs> they could walk into um, Bargain Booze near ours while I'm looking for that cheap port. And then you'd be like, fa- fa- I can't believe a horse has just walked into Bargain Booze. That's oh my bad. God. Whose horse is this? Yeah. <laughs> it, it was only when you'd hear that <laughs> outside. Yeah. Her Majesty is here for her Bacardi Breezers. I'm ever so sorry to trouble you. <laughs> Have you got Coke noodles? <laughs> I've run out of green Rizzler. <laughs> I need to skin up. Please, you fucker. Yeah, I think they've got probably the best gig. You, you wouldn't want to be front and centre, would you? You wouldn't want to be 
prince, like you wouldn't want to be like first in line to the throne. Mm. I wouldn't anyway. I mean, I'm saying that like it's an off, like someone's offered me the opportunity, but I'd rather be yeah, round the back, just kind of a nice, you know, half a million a year, couple of castles, but just no. Yeah, we don't. We don't like that level of of financial privilege and comfort. I would not swap my life with any of those. I wouldn't. I wouldn't want that kind of intrusion and expectation all the time. No wonder they all keep fucking up. Mm. I think it, it, if you're under that kind of scrutiny, I think I'd take pleasure in fucking up going, hey, look what I've done now, way. Well, that'd be good, wouldn't it? Because I think in the modern day, you could probably, if you weren't too prominent, you could probably just be yourself yeah. as you are now. And everyone would be like, ah, oh, she's bossy. Yeah, she- I went to Magaluf with me mates and did the worm in the BCM foam party and nearly drowned and then my bikini top come off, way. <laughs> Daily mails outside BCM, yeah. waiting for you. I'd, I'd be that kind of royal. Yeah. I'd be the one who they can rely on to fuck up. Yeah, so you'd be providing those column inches, wouldn't you? But then I'd be like to the rest of the family, listen. If it's all right, we're all used. I will be that person. Yeah. I will be the dickhead. I'll take the heat. I'll be the whipping boy. I will just enjoy my life. Make a show of myself daily. Spend my money randomly. And then you can all just go and like... Keep on doing what you're doing. Commit which adultery or each other interfere with children or whatever you're going to do. <laughs> because I'll be there. I'll be the solid one. Taking all the heat away. Yeah. So I suppose like... In a kind of sporting analogy, that would be the player who kind of, yeah, is is the opposition's very pre preoccupied with. Mm. So it allows the other players to kind of just get on with what they're doing. Yeah. Uh, I think I would be a disaster and I'd probably be dead by the time I was uh, 30, I think. If, if someone gave me that amount of money and opportunity in my 20s, I think I'd just be dead. Oh, yeah, no, I'd need, I'd need like a... a- a guide, a go like a life coach. <laughs> but I think that if I, if I won the lottery, I'd have to hire a life coach to keep me on like a dead or like a, one of them SAS fellas or something to, to just, just like scream at you. No, <laughs> yeah, put the sugar down, <laughs> put the wine down. Yeah, it's half eleven in the morning. <laughs> You're supposed to be open in a supermarket. Because <laughs> I mean, some of the jobs that the rules do, like you say, you wouldn't swap your life for their life. Because I, I agree with you. Like some of the stuff they have to do. And again, I'm saying this as someone who's not a fan of the royals. Some of the jobs they have to do, I say jobs very loosely, but they do look boring. You know when you got to go along that line and meet everyone and pretend to be enjoying it oh. and shake their hands and. Imagine I- having to shake Amanda Holden's hand at the Royal Variety performance. I'd be like, tell her to get out of this line. Can't bear her. <laughs> She's not even getting a fist pump. But that would be my job as the person who's to. I'd just go up along the line and go to her and punch yeah. her in the face. <laughs> Make sure the paparazzi are ready. Mm. Yeah. I don't like you. She just says it how she is. Like no, the, the... I, I'd hate that aspect. I'm telling like meet people and smile constantly and ugh, can you yeah. imagine? And also all like the bowing. I couldn't, I'd never bow to somebody. I'd never bow to somebody and I wouldn't like nobody to bow to me. No. So I think I'd be like, don't, don't be worrying about that. It's fine. Yeah, there's all these rules about when you first meet the royal, mm. you, you say your highness or, or, but you're not allowed to instigate the conversation. I, um, have you ever met a royal? Have you ever met any of them? No. I met the Queen and Prince Philip. Did you? Yeah. Um they came to one of my gigs. Uh, no, it was at the <laughs> it was at the opening of the Echo Arena in, in Liverpool. Yeah. So I, I think that was was it two thousand and eight or two thousand and seven? It was it was a long time ago. And I was there and there was I mean there's hundreds of people there. 
and we were waiting for them to arrive. And then we got told that the Queen was coming and Prince Philip was with her and they just walked up this line and they didn't... They were saying hello to some people, but we were briefed beforehand. If they say hello to you, I can't remember what it was now, but like, you're not allowed to go, hey, Liz, Phil, you're all right. You've got to wait for them to start the conversation and then you've got to address them a certain way the first time and then a, a different way the second time and then you've got to obviously bow or curtsy. I, I know. I mean, I was a lot younger then. I probably just go, fuck that, I'm getting off. But I was, you know, playing the game. And they and said hello to you. They didn't say hello to me, no. They, apparently they'd not heard of me or something, which is, I, I was very offended. What? By. I know, couldn't you believe it? I was at um, a, a, like a fancy dinner dance. Um, it was like the, insur- the Insurance Institute dinner dance years ago. And um, it was dead like there was like a Toastmaster and it was black tie events and it was, and we'd been invited by this, this company who um, did some work for the insurance company I worked for at the time. And so they'd bought a table at this dinner dance and we were all sat around it. And then they went, ladies and gentlemen, please be upstanding for the national anthem. And I didn't want to stand up. And um, my, my manager was like, stand up. And I was like, I can't, I just don't want to, I can't. And she was like, just stand up, please, just stand up. You know, I know you've got your beliefs, that's absolutely, please just stand up. And I was like, I can't. And then like, our our other boss was like, sit down if you want, it's fine. And I was like, and I felt dead like, because I think yeah. I was the only one who stayed sitting down, but I was like, I, I can't do, I can't bring myself to do this. It's yeah. just, and I, I, I feel bad if like, I should have said before, like, if you want me to come, I won't stand up for the role, anthem, the role, the national yeah. anthem. But I just, I just couldn't do it. Couldn't bring myself to do it. Yeah, it's a, it's a funny thing, though, isn't it? Because I think when, when you've kind of, when you've had experiences where you've seen, like, the inequality of of what's going on in the country, and then you've and got the distribution these people, of wealth and the distribution of land and the fact that, like, oh, it's yeah, a, it's hard to kind of, yeah, get get that kind of. Get behind the God save our gracious Queen message, and it? it's hard. Yeah. It is hard. It's but hard. But then older generations, like my nan's generation, who lived through the Second World War, they really respected. I mean, they weren't royalists really, but they respected the fact that the royal family were a constant during that time. Mm. They had regular radio broadcasts from the king and whatever, so they they had that in those days. Had a little bit more respect for that. Yeah. But even um, back then, it was full of shit. It was based on lies, wasn't it? Because the the surname Windsor's not even the real name. They're all no. German. Yeah. They, you know, they, when the First World War started, I think it was the British British King, the Russian Tsar, and the German Kaiser were all uh, cousins. cousins. They were all cousins, yeah. yeah. And they were all, you know, they were all part of the same family. And the, basically, you know, the entire continent ends up, you know, in this horrible conflict. And it's just if it's yeah it's hard to kind of take and then the the line of that has just kind of continued through and we're just at this point where oh it's all right now the Windsor's now and we've all just accepted mm. that. But if you just... go back down the Windsor family line, I was never interested in history. I never did history in school, and then I, I think I watched a film uh, or read a book about uh, Henry VIII. It was like a fictional account of when he married um, what's her name? There was loads and <laughs> Berlin. Berlin, yeah. So I was like, I was like, God, this is really interesting. King Henry VIII was an absolute twat. So I, I went online and started to like read about it. And the more I read about it, the more I was like, how the fuck did they get away with the decision making and the behaviours at the time that their bloodline is still in, yeah, in, in 
Buckingham Palace now. Yeah. It's it, it's mad to me. Oh, it's, it's crazy. And when you look back on like monarchs in the past, when they were the heads of state and they were kind of in charge of stuff, that's when you really think, wow. I mean, that was an important role then, wasn't it? Because albeit it wasn't elected for a long time, at least it was, you know, places need leaders and they need someone who's going to make decisions, and especially when there's like war all over the place. But some of the things they used to do, but get away to, with. to change the whole country's religion, yeah, on the basis that he didn't want to stay married to somebody, so send people across the country to take down all the Tudor crosses and yeah. make everybody Catholic and burn down churches and burn down villages just so he could get his leg over. <laughs> yeah, well, she and was... it's his bloodline still in charge. Know. This it's madness. I know. She, I mean, she must have been... I hope it was worth it, Henry. She must I, have I, been she, dynamite. She must have been an absolute animal in the sack. She bet she had at I least bet, 50% of her teeth. I bet. <laughs> <laughs> Some of her sores were only weeping yeah. slightly. Yeah. I, I, let me tell you the story about when, when I did meet the Queen and, and Prince Philip, though, because uh, me and... Uh, it was my colleague at the time, a, a lady called Jenny. We were we were there, and we met the, the Queen and Prince Philip, and then we had to get off. They, they'd gone... They'd, gone past us so we just thought well there's nothing here to do they were doing a they were cutting the ribbon in front of the plaque in the echo arena that's still there you know mm. to say that it was opened on this day by you know the queen and prince philip blah 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 did they have to walk around it five times before they found the right one well well <laughs> yeah <laughs> like yeah. you do when you get with yeah it. exactly so they went off and then we thought we'll just sneak out and we got lost <laughs> so we were going through and it's the first time we've been there but even like i've been there like 20 30 times now i still get lost and I'm, I'm, we're going through one door, that's not it, we're going through another door. And I went, oh no, it's this one. And we opened this big double door. And on the other side of the double door is the plaque. And the Queen and Prince Philip have stood there about to cut the ribbon. <laughs> and we're behind them going, and I just went, oh shit, and just shut the door again. <laughs> so that was my, my, my only interaction with the Queen. There was no kind of, we didn't give any, we weren't given any kind of orders on how to interact with the Queen if you accidentally sneak up behind her. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't know what to do, so I just went, ah, shit. You brought absolute pride onto the family I name. I did, I did, yeah. Me mum and dad. Oh, <laughs> it's just, they've never felt better. Me nan met Princess Anne once. Princess Anne came to Kirby, inexplicably, <laughs> I don't know. Was she the one who did equestrian? Yes. Yeah. Um, Anna's had the same hairstyle since the year of one. <laughs> but we all used to have our hair like Princess Anne. We like this big, like, boofy thing yeah. with a little tiny, like, bun on top in the 80s. But, um... Yeah, she came to, like, cut a ribbon for some, I don't know, some piece of land or community centre or something. And my nan went, I'm going to go down, I'm going to go and meet her. And we were like, why? And she went, she seems all right, that one. <laughs> so she just went down and Princess Anne said hello to her and she said hello to her. She was like, yeah, she seems all right. She seems all right, But yeah. she does, she does, she's quite low-key, isn't she? Yeah, she. I think some of the low-key ones, the, the, I mean, I suppose the ones you've, like, you get the sense from some of them, they do understand how lucky they are because they're, they're literally they've been born into this incredibly privileged mm. life um but it's it's the more it's the ones who kind of i don't know i mean maybe there's something you talked about if you were a royal you'd be like the, the maniac one that everyone can go oh, she's I'd like sound. To be, yeah. I, I think i'd be like i'd like to be like the evil overlord one who looks down on <laughs> like everyone Prince Andrew. well that's no, but, him, isn't but, it? but worse <laughs> i don't mean in terms of the other stuff i mean just in terms of how like really almost like a, a comic character creation like Lord Farquhar and Shrek mm, mm. just look down on people and make it clear that I think they're scum uh, yeah, people and I that. think people would like that That those the, those swaths of people that we talked about before about who, who like you know they, they like to be in a hierarchy they'd be like well 
King Sam. He's the bad one. He hates us all. We hate him, and yeah. he hates us. And he's so we, we like that situation. Yeah, he's just horrible. Just you know, slap poor people like on I the horse. I think they should just all take a step back and be like, is it like the Danish? Royal family, the, the King of Denmark. I think it's Denmark. Maybe one, one of those Denmark or um, one of those countries. Anyway, yeah. and he's a qualified pilot. Oh, is he? And he he flies commercial airlines. As wow. A job. So you could get the King of you Denmark. Could, yeah. I'm not sure if it's Denmark. I should I should have researched this, but I believe he. If it is the King of Denmark, he when he's got nothing to do, got no role engagements, he just goes like on like. Um, like a zero hours contract as a oh. pilot and just goes, yeah, I'm free to fly if you need me. So you could be on and like in a, a, a de- was it Danair or whatever it's called. I can't yeah. remember what it's called, Danair line. And you could be flying it. You Your pilot today is the king of Denmark. He'll be <laughs> coming around to say hello in a yeah. minute. You'd feel super safe on that plane. You would feel safe. Although you'd probably rather have a real pilot yeah. than some fellow who just wants to have a go. Oh, there was another princess. I think she was one of those... Um, what do they call those countries? Is the name for those countries like Den- Scandinavia? Um, yeah, ben- no, Benelux. Not- Benelux, one of the Benelux countries. So it was this princess, and she um, turned eighteen and went right. I'm taking myself out of public life for twelve months. Don't want no money. I'm gonna just go and be me, and then I'll wow. decide what I want to do. Like Emma Watson did. Yeah, did Emma Watson do that. I thought that was amazing. That she I mean, this, she like- did do that, but she still like got. Royal box tickets for Wimbledon. Oh, did she? Well, I suppose you, yeah, you wouldn't turn them you gotta, down, yeah, you? have got to like, take advantage of things like yeah. that. I don't begrudge that. I, I mean, I, if someone Take advantage me, of all the perks. Yeah. There would be loads of perks, wouldn't there? Mm. How do we fix royalty, though? Obviously, and, and me and you, I think it's quite clear from our conversation so far, we're fairly anti-royal. Mm. I'm anti-royal and anti-pedophiles, so... Yeah. Yeah, and the two things sometimes are linked. Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> um... But how do you fix those things? Like, and and rather than just smash the monarchy and just burn the state, like, how would you fix? Give that? away all the shit they don't need. Give away all the buildings they don't need. Give away all the gold and jewels and anything they don't need. Like, give it to the. How can you sit in your castle with your lady in waiting and your butler and your crown and your six dogs? Because that's a, a that's a sign of having a few bob, having more than one dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and sit there and watch the news and see people queuing up for food banks when you know that your what you've got, what you own, could change people's lives, eradicate. Even though obviously the governments are to blame for the whole food bank situation. Yeah, but imagine the impact they could but make. Imagine and imagine impact, from a PR like, point of view, if they said, right, we're going to sell these three castles, or we're going to open them up to the public, or turn them into theme parks, or whatever. And not necessarily give our money to food banks. No, let's give it to the public purse. Mm. Let's help with the benefit system. Let's help Let's help re- reimagine how benefits work yeah. to make sure families aren't living on a poverty level when we're sitting in our four-poster bed that's like 1,600 years old, or whatever, with our, you know, gold plates and, yeah. and an- another- nice butter. Or just start marrying normal people, which I suppose mm. Harry and William have done a little bit, haven't they? Mm. Although one's a movie star and uh, the other one. What did Kate do before she was a royal? I, I, think, don't know. Her, I think her dad had like a business or yeah, something. You know when they say, oh, she's a commoner? It's like, yeah, but she's commoner. still fucking minted, isn't she? She's a commoner. <laughs> Went to boarding school. I hate, I really yeah. hate when, when posh people say that they were poor. Yeah, oh, I know. Like when they... Kate Wins always goes, oh yeah, well I was normal. No, she she went to B Dale's. Yeah. It was an expensive private school. 
yeah, it's there's there's struggle and then there's struggle, isn't there? Your version of skin's not my version of yeah. skin's. Your version of skin's only been able to have three pedigree dogs. Yeah. My version of skin's is having a mongrel from the rescue place. Yeah, or having a box and calling it Rex. Yeah. And just oh my god, that's the queen. Okay, yeah, that's fine. Sorry, guys. I, I nearly, I nearly got scammed the other day. By the way, oh, I put it, I put it online. Yeah. I read about this. This, this woman phoned from. Uh, she said she was from Virgin Media, because we're on Virgin Media. Um. So if anyone's listening, wants to scam me, now you know that about me. <laughs> and uh, but she was saying how she had an Indian accent, which I'm not going to mimic. And she, um, she said. Uh, we can see you're having some problems with um, the internet connection in different rooms. Right. And uh, I said, yeah, 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 we are. But everyone is, aren't they? Everyone's yeah. having... Yeah. So I was like, oh, yeah, we are, yeah. And she she was... But she was so dull and boring that the call went on for that long. By the end of it, well, like about 30 minutes in, I, I thought this seems genuine because we haven't got anywhere yet. And it's been quite boring. She wasn't giving me like quick fixes or anything. But then she started asking me to log into these different websites. And I was like, oh, hang on. Mm. This makes no sense. Why would I be on this website? Uh, and that's when I went, hang on. Um, where are you calling from again? Yeah. And, she, and, and she sort of she gave me a name. And then she said Virgin. But then she said Sky. I was like, well, you said Virgin before. Now you're saying Sky. Yeah. And I started like getting quite angry. And she hung up. But then she phoned back again the other day. So we're going to go out for a drink. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, yeah, bastards. Everything you need to know about the dark web. I know. It's horrible. <laughs> it's horrible. So uh, yeah, just let more commoners marry in. Like proper commoners. People like me and you. I wouldn't want to marry anybody in the royal family, it do not. No. Do not. It's daunting enough meeting the potential in-laws anyway, isn't it? Mm. And imagine if they were all, you know, brother and sister to each other as well. Yeah. A lot of my friends watch that programme, The Crown. I've never watched it. No, I haven't. It just... I watch it, right? And I think, like, William and Ari and all that are watching it going, this is, like, my life, but, like, dramatised. It must be, like, really weird. Yeah, really weird. Imagine watching a dramatisation of your own life on Netflix. Oh, my God, it'd be so boring. It'd be so boring, boring it'd be wouldn't so it? boring. Oh, my God, have you seen next week? Sam's going to do the washing. Kate gets a chopper for Christmas, big wow. <laughs> <laughs> that was a big episode though wasn't it yeah who would play you in the Netflix dramatisation um, of your life like a young me or me now just you, you could have anyone and it doesn't matter what age they are because the magic of television would make it work I'd cast an unknown <laughs> you could play yourself I could play myself. They could do that like digital imaging thing on my face like they did with Robert De Niro the in age, that, yeah. that programme. Yeah, the Irishman. Um, mm, just like filtered, filtered me to death. That'd be amazing. As a young Kate. Yeah. And just make my eyebrows really bushy. <laughs> 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 yeah, just give me that afro that I don't have. Mm. The uh, casting I- call would be like, are you young with no fashion sense <laughs> and one eyebrow? This role could be for you, 18-year-old Kate. <laughs> what would mine be? Mine would be, are you, are you incredibly awkward with awful hair? Um, and do you sweat profusely through the pits? Well, have we got an opportunity for you? We're going to make you a big star. going to make you a star, kid. <laughs> 
yeah, it'd be troubling that. But I know people who, who, who are kind of similar vein to us, like don't really f- like the Royals, but love the Crown, the TV show. So there is a mm. part of me that would like to watch it just to see what it's like. But, you know, I suppose it is a fictionalisation of... I want to see, on paper, what they own, what it's worth, where they own things, what they do with their money, why we're still paying towards the of our taxes when they've got all that money. I want to see all of that. That's never... It's not public information. And it should be. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if they pay taxes. I know they didn't used to. And I think they started, the Queen started paying taxes, did she? Or did she not? I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. I need to fact check that. But either way, yeah. We d- well, she will have been able to claim tax back for working from home. Well, she's not <laughs> been able to go on public. <laughs> so if you've got any uh, strong ideas about the monarchy or how we could fix the monarchy, I we would love to hear from you. sack them. Let's, sack- do, let's do an X Factor. Like, kind of show to find the new monarch of this country. Where they've got a show, they've got a talent for a real life job. Yeah. Like The Apprentice, but like the stakes are higher. The stakes are much higher because you're basically competing for your life. You've got to be good with people. And bring back beheadings as well. Oh, yeah. Never mind you're fired. Like mm. bring that guillotine in. And then at the end, we, we chop Alan Sugar's head off as well. you got to be prepared to. to Shop your kid to the police when they do something completely illegal. Yeah, none of this protecting. None of this nonsense. protecting. No, let's none not that. protect paedophiles. That, that could be one of the episodes. Yeah, like a moral question. Yeah, like a role play. Yeah, your child has committed a, a heinous crime. Do you a help him cover it up? Yeah. B shop him to the police, or C. Send him to an island to live as a recluse for the rest of his life. Yeah, or, or D, reassure him it's not as bad as what you used to do back in the day. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Don't worry, son. I did much worse yeah. on Tuesday. This reminds me of Belize yeah. in 52. This is how I met your mother. <laughs> she was only eight at the time. Yeah, little series of tasks. And the winner gets to be the new monarch and the current monarchy gets lashed. And you get a four-year term. Yeah. So you've got to kind of... Campaign to oh you got to you got to go and back into the competition the following week. But again, as much as I don't like reality shows, I'd watch that. I'd watch that. Yeah, I'd apply. It's the I'd, I'd, oh god, I'd apply to be on it. And it'd be like um, if you wanted to, you could do like the worst thing, like be the worst candidate and still get in. Like there was a program where, with Flavor Flav where he was trying to find a wife. And Flavor Flav, the rapper, used to wear like an alarm clock around his neck. And um, so he had all these women living in Flavor Flav's house, all like competing for his attention. And in one episode, one of the women, I don't know if she got pissed or what she'd done, but she ends up doing a shit in his landing. Oh my God. And everyone was like, oh my God, she took a shit on your landing. And she didn't even go that week. He let someone else go. (laughs) She's like, "What, what, what have you got to do to like, Get like sacked uh, off by Flavor Flav when you've already done a shit on his landing on and his he knows landing. it was you. The landing is the, the integral meeting point of many different routes. But I really respected that candidate. I, well, I respect Flavor Flav for looking past that and thinking, yeah, well, and saying, she's you got know, lovely eyes though. Everyone shits on the landing sometimes. We've all had our moments, haven't we? <laughs> when you just can't get to the toilets and the landing is just the, the only place Maybe to Maybe we should seek that candidate out to apply for our. Uh, so, you want to be the queen? Yeah. Show? I've heard you shit on landings, kid. <laughs> yeah. How would you like to shit on the biggest landing of them all? 
Landing? You've just landed yourself a job, sweetheart. That was the corgi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who went that week then? Someone who like put Some, two sugars in his tea or something? I think it was the one who grassed on it. Oh, oh, mm. see? Snitches okay. get stitches. Yeah, and shitters get... Yeah. Flavor flay. Marion, yeah, <laughs> apparently. Yeah, don't grass on someone who accidentally shits on your landing. Oh, is it accidental? No, I don't know if Because uh, that's a big thing. Is if, it accidental? I don't know. Is it ever accidental? No, she wasn't caught short. I think she actually... She, she did. She chose. She went, I'm just going to do a shit I've got no landing. respect for this man. I did did not like his last album. <laughs> and I'm going to review it right here on this rug. <laughs> so, yeah, let us know um, any of your fixes for the for the royal family. And also any subjects you would like us to cover in, yes, in future weeks. Yes, we'd like to know if yeah. we can be of any assistance. Because we want, we want to be connected with our people. Unlike the royals, we don't mm-hmm. want to be disconnected in our ivory towers. No. So we would like to be, uh, you know, talking about the things that are important to you. We want to touch you and we want you to touch us. Yeah. And we want to get clammy. <laughs> <laughs> in a very audio sense, obviously. So uh, thanks for listening and thanks for all your nice messages thanks about for the listening, podcast. Yeah. And uh, keep spreading the word. And if you keep spreading the share word, share us. We, sh- share us. D- slide into our DMs. Mm, please do. Like a hot knife through butter. <laughs> <laughs> and if you keep spreading the word, we'll keep trying to fix the world. We will. And until next week, see you soon. Bye, everyone.